We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 3rd of April, 2019. It's the real KNC. Ken Laird. Chris Curtis. Knee brace, huh? Well, what an experience today. The Mark oh, James God. experience. J-Rock. He spent a whole summer trying to get people to call him J-Rock. If you called him anything else, he wouldn't answer. He said, it's J-Rock. J-Rock. I have really? No, I have no idea what, who this is or whatever. Like, J-Rock was a fucking force of nature. <laughs> no, people that know you from back then oh. know that you don't have one original bone in your body. Oh, I, I, I don't. that comes out of your mouth okay. makes no sense. It makes no sense, Ken. What? That's what you're well, calling it a show that I'm original. on. See, it does sound okay, original. Exactly. It's I very original, Ken, so no... your point is just gone. So, but, 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 can, exact, get this loser off the line. Seriously. <laughs> Bye-bye, Ken. His unparalleled. He flipped you off at one point. Why of would this... they do that, J-Rock? I don't know why you call me J-Rock. Flip me the bird, because I said that they were, that Chris Hansen was targeting serial texters in Western Mass. <laughs> Stop effing texting me. Had a good line. No ripped Glenn. Then. Peaked in 89, kind of like uh, Glenn Oldway. Okay. <laughs> oh, James oh, is here. I, oh, hey, listen, Jerry, drop the mic. Great line. Rip Dale. Okay. Who don't you Who like? don't you like working with here? No, I mean, there's Dale. That, that, that earned him points in your book. Oh, man. my God. And he outed uh, Larry Johnson there was it for his hatred for Dale. <laughs> yeah, was perfect. Jesus. Larry Johnson, and I hope he's on a road to recovery because he just had some surgery. And he stuff, did, yeah. And I hope he's okay. He said his worst experience in this business that he he almost quit was working with Dale. He did? Oh. When did he say that? He said that, wow. off, the, he, he said that off the air, <laughs> but I just shared it on the air. What do we make of this? He was in for two hours. Did Jerry want him in? Jerry, he, he's a fungus for Jerry. Jerry likes him. He likes it. He's crazy. Look at Jerry, man. I love yeah. him. Yeah. I think it's more of a, an indictment of Jerry's feelings towards Mutt. Jerry's, Jerry starts to get a little fidgety when he's got the calls Mutt's, up and I'm Mutt's not going cool to Mutt's too cool to them. take calls. Not no, talk no, no, Mark. I, I, but he likes a guy that's just wacky, that elicits a response. And say what you will about Mark James, and people have said many things. Mike James. He elicits a response from everybody in this building, outside of it, callers, textures, you name it. And Mark L. James, L is for liar, is a liar. We had a lot to go on today, but a lot build up. I mean, he hadn't been in for several months, right? Months since the holidays, really. So your turkeys of the year. Yeah, his last show, uh, I think, was uh, Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, one of those two. Right. So today worked, I think, for two hours, but it's, it was so exhausting for me. Dude, Woman, Mutt has gone up another level. Forth. I go back and forth. I think he should be our night guy. I think he should take over WEI at night. From now until 10 o'clock, it'll be Mark at night. 6 to 10. Then sometimes I think I'm crazy. That's a terrible idea. Jared Goof. Then I, But I'm leaning towards he should be the night guy. I agree. I think he belongs at night. He's a guy, too, that he will be replayed throughout the station. He provides content for other shows. I'm the one who popularized rap music in the Western Mass suburbs in the early to mid-90s. People hate listen. People think he's insane. (laughs) I guess some people like him. Sorry, Mark James. Perfect for the night. And then when somebody's out mutt. Glenn, Dale. Dale off for Bruins pregame. You slide him in. That's what the night host should be. It should be sort of a utility host in waiting. Next man up. Yeah. I mean, that's the catch, though. Do you want Do you want Mark sliding in multiple show day parts? I like if how he rubs un- people the wrong way. If he, if he becomes too sticky, you know what I mean? Chris Frail. For the 6-6 six six area. He's not smart. Like, he's just not that bright. Back up there, Chief. But the, the thing is, is that he makes 
other people uncomfortable. Girls, other hosts. That you can borderline harass a girl you met on the street once when she clearly has been politely trying to tell you she's not interested. <laughs> and I think that he has a role here. Whatever it is, he has a role here. I thought about putting Lucy with him at night. Shaniqua? Uh, oh, my God. I don't know if that would be... Uh grounds for i hope we have an hr staff that's fully (laughs) fully ready to go i didn't appreciate you sending me messages so incessantly and felt uncomfortable well and he's so you know he's back in the mix sort of but i wouldn't expect him as a weekly guy if he if he is he's a two-hour guy i think you know he's just there's just too much there to handle for a four-hour show south beach is always undefeated trust me i know we also had ben maller in today the last time we did this podcast i stumped for maller and uh, he's in all week he says uh, i kind of push for doing all the night shows i like him at night i've got 42 uh, nicknames some of my nicknames i'm known as the baron of balderdash ben is the menace captain knee jerk the general of degenerates the tycoon of tees the master of disaster the hustler of filibuster the night light of nightlife the pummeler of producer Manatee of Insanity, Marconi Maller, Emissary of Embellishment, Weeknight Windbag, Wizard of Wacky, Slayer of Naysayers, Grand Goober of Gab, the Tower of Babel on, the Honest Adonis, the Nocturnal Colonel, the Underdog of Monologue, and the Holy Pope of the Slippery Slope. I was thinking he could be an option for our night guy down the road and maybe a once a week with us. No, 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 no. It's just, it's hard. I don't want to crush him because he did legitimately seven hours of live radio, then came in with us for an eight. It's good to see you guys. I was in here, and you were both here, and now it's a you know, congratulations. It just it didn't work again. It was okay. Like The first segment was okay. It got a little wacky. We were talking about Creepy Mud and his... Uh in his video. Now, I'm going to defend Mutt because I am equally awkward in social situations. <laughs> so I, I... But we got into the Chris Sale discussion and the sock stuff, and uh, Jerry was looking for help and was not getting it. Does anyone believe he will? I guess I Anybody. Have, I, I guess How I about you, I guess I have How about you, I have Right. I, it's a tough situation to jump into. Jerry is an intimidating guy. He's not an aggressor. It's not really a position where he would be comfortable going in and just starting yelling at Jerry or Mutt. Yeah. And it's sort of a different vibe, one that he had not been a part of. Even It was similar to when he was here last time. It was kind of... Where's but, Ben Maller? Ben, but, wake up! Ben, wake up! Except, subdued. Yeah. And, you know, I love Ben. I think he's a nice guy. I think he's great at late at night. I just don't think he's a fit with these guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like him late night, and uh, <clears throat> I'm sure he'll keep, continue to do some of that stuff. But an experiment that is not going to lead to anything bigger. John Tomasi is leaving since we last talked on the program. The announcement's coming out. In fact, as we tape this, tomorrow is his final show with us. Yeah. In his current role as a WEI guy. There's still some hope we could bring him back after the Red Sox season, but he's taking over Drellick's role. <laughs> at NBC Sports Boston. who's going to be busy at nights, and as Jerry ad- uh, accurately pointed out, he ain't get- staying up till midnight and then coming in with us. No. You brought this on yourselves, morons. Uh, during the season, so it's a loss for us. How big of a loss? Coach, how do you use a loss like this to bounce back? I love John on the show. I think he's uh, he's the smartest guy we have by a pretty wide margin. 100 senators, four from every state. He's prepared. He's taken ownership of the show. He sends you and I ideas. All right, so now... He's self-deprecating. Particularly lately, he had taken more ownership. You know, since Kirk had left, he felt more comfortable. He and Jerry, uh, I think he felt like he, he felt a part of it, as opposed to just a guy who came in and got beat on from both ends. Patriots oh, are so we're going here now. Is that- I, 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 you know, it's it's a loss. It's certainly the opportunity he was presented with was just something I don't think he could turn down. I don't think there's any bad blood on our part or his. It's just um, it's frustrating in that he's a guy that you could just sort of one day a week you relied on. You knew you didn't have to worry about it. He'd come. He'd re- he'd read everything and then he'd be ready to respond to Jerry on all the topics. No, I read the W E E I summary. And so it leaves Wiggy and Reamer as kind of our ah! Wiggy. <laughs> oh, Wiggy's breaking into the post show podcast. Post show podcast. Oh, is it? I heard you yeah. guys had a great show this morning with uh, Mark James with a C. Yeah, what'd you My think of My brother James? from another mother. 
You want to give James a review? Ah, uh, yeah, F. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is your uh, Wiggy Wednesday with Dale and Keith, right? Yeah, yeah, two early, hours. Only two hours. I heard Dale's making it an hour 45 now. Yes, an hour 45. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggy, of course, is keeping the full court press on for five days a week. That ain't happening. No chance. That is certainly not, no. But I, I do like him once a week. Ecstasy and Mercedes. Maybe twice. Maybe twice. But maybe not. I like him once a week. He, you know... The issue is just, it's been brought up a million times, you have to read up on everything that we're talking about. You don't have to be an expert on any subject, you just have to be cognizant of what we are discussing. Well, this was a huge wiggy moment when he just fully, the Shaughnessy column was out and he just blatantly said, I don't read Shaughnessy, I don't need to, and that went up Jerry's caboose, big time. But dude, does anybody take Dan Shaughnessy serious? Yes, yes, yes of course. He's, 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 he's the, the most really prominent, popular columnist. He's the most prominent yeah. columnist, Tomato sports can columnist. He's polarizing, yes, absolutely. he's polarizing, he writes about what people red. are talking about. He, yes, he's but I don't think, people I think seriously. I don't think, yes. but some of the stuff that he writes and some of the stuff that he says, I don't think people are taking him serious like this. He comes off as a clown. Who's the biggest columnist okay, in Boston? Who else do you well, read? It's Shaughnessy. But I mean, that when you look at... Who do at, you read? I, yeah, I don't read none of these columnists at all because they're clowns. I'm not going to read somebody... Well, I would say as a radio I, host, you're not doing your job. You're not reading these. No, whether you like I, them or no, not, whether you think no, you're, no, you're I, a fan I, of the team or not, you better know what Shaughnessy wrote. I mean, I, but he's, if you're he's, gonna go right, he's, he's writing garbage. He's writing garbage. But so it's relevant. I'm not that, selecting myself to well, garbage. I, I'm going to guess half the time he writes something you'd agree with. And, I mean, you're going to call that garbage or just I, garbage no, when you disagree no. with it? I, I, all the stuff that he writes is garbage, but, in but, my opinion. Right. And I think it frustrated all of us. I mean, we all put energy and effort into the show, and we do things maybe that are not our favorite thing to do, like listening to Dale. Bite me. But we do it because it's important. You have to get sound. You have to read and listen to everything. And, you know, Wiggy's got to just pick up that part of his um, his game. But I do think he was he was pretty good this week. We had him in Tuesday this week. And uh, he was good with the race stuff, the Celtics fan. Uh, he, he I think better than maybe in a couple previous spots. He was going back to Jerry, standing his ground, not being afraid to challenge Jerry, which is good. Which we want that. Yeah, it bothers me when claims are false. But it also bothers me when people dismiss it right away like there's no way that this could have happened. No, we, we don't do that because we, we read everything there is. We listen to everybody. That's what we do. We spend yeah, a lot of time on this. Yeah, but that doesn't, mean, that doesn't play, always mean that people... Just, that, then that's not dismissing it out of hand. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me with Wiggy this week is that it's his best side is that he's fearless. He'll say anything. I'm more <laughs> like on the white bread. He doesn't look right. at Twitter or right. text or anything else. He's And he was great on the, the Celtics fan, and he's not intimidated whatsoever by Jerry, and they, they had a pretty good back and forth. Uh, and Reamer is excited to be back in, uh, I think, in the good graces. The lifetime ban is absurd. <laughs> more or less. With the management, so he's sort of fair game for us to use whenever. Jerry likes him. He's he a weasel. He's a chihuahua. He's a rat. He's a snake. He's a lunatic. He used up some of his goodwill with management by going up to Vermont on the first day of his new show <laughs> last week, and I can say that. that I would yet? write Jerry, circle, mutt, circle, reamer, circle, and then we would flip a quarter. If the quarter lands on your name with the circle, that means you drink. You know, chug, chug, chug. Reamer's in a good spot. You know, he's... He's in with us at least once a week. We've been told there's no issue for twice a week with Reamer going forward, so uh, he'll be around and he'll be ready to go. It's better to be the third seed than the fifth seed, right? You put together Wiggy, Reamer, and Bradford on Sunday mornings, which I did seems not. like a terrible idea. Horrible. I did not. You didn't? I thought you put together weekend programming. I, I do not. I have conversations with Joe Zarbano, who tells me certain people are in. I have a say, a slight you, you say. You have a big say. I can set the dialogue. If you pushed for something, it would get done. Okay. Let me be very clear. I push for people that will show up so I can have a day or two off on Saturday or Sunday. Good weekend. That is my goal. Like Chris Villani. Right. I do not. Chris Villani. I try to avoid talking to Curtis. I love you. 
God. Everybody at this station thinks that they are fucking Craig Carton. Yeah! Mike Francesa. You're you, and I'm Gordy Howe. Tony, whatever. <laughs> Chris Mad Dog Russo. Who the hell are you? Everybody here thinks that they shit rainbows, and it's like, you know, <laughs> organizing the schedule at times can be incredibly frustrating, but, but, you know, it's great to be here at times. Yeah, okay, so you don't think it'll work. I don't think... I, here's what I do think. I think that Reamer needs to work as being a number one host. Magnan, magnan, I think that... But he hates Sunday morning. I mean, he is real irritable because it cuts into his Saturday night party time. Okay, so, so grow up. Don't up. stay out too late. Grow up. I mean, what do you want? Do you want to be a radio host or do you want to go out late Saturday night? What do you want to, what do you want to prioritize? I think we know the answer to that. And long... Fawack things? Well, I mean, that's that's not my decision. I mean, if you don't want to do that, then I'm and sorry. Bradford's going to want to talk baseball. Come on, let's go. And then you get Wiggy talking baseball. Benny Biceps. So that's going to be a social experiment in and of itself. Right. And I think selfishly, for our purposes, my number one goal, I get bonused on the success of our morning show. So if we get sound <laughs> of Wiggy, Bradford, and Reamer, that is absolute goldmine. Baseball season is here. And Viola, so much more better. Now, because Tomasi is leaving, it opens up a kind of a dual role here at the station. WEEI.com. Drellick seems like an obvious candidate. It would be odd. It would be a switching of the of the jobs, just the direct. I don't know if there's any hostility there. We uh, we thought kind of offhand, do we want to put Drellick in with Tomasi tomorrow on his final show to see if there's any, any animosity. Tomasi's taking Drellick's job right. at NBC. <laughs> I don't really see any fireworks coming out of that, so it probably would be a flaw. Drellick's already awkward to begin with, and I think that would be sort of forced for him. Journalists are people, you imbecile! But Drellick did text you today and yes. responded. He's kind of irritated that there are other people that are in the mix for this. He wants to be just sort of uh, red carpeted, I'm the guy, anoint me right away. Right. Drellick is, I talked to Drellick last week after his performance. We can all agree it was not a great Drellick performance when he was on the show last week. It was kind of... Odd. I will admit I haven't filed my taxes. I have filed for unemployment. Do either of you know anything about Cobra? And he's just an odd guy. But Jerry kind of likes him. He doesn't mesh with Mutt. He does not mesh with Mutt at all. Mutt man. Is that the humming of uh, Evan Drellick? It's just an odd dynamic between those two. And so Drellick and I spoke for briefly. That's all I do, Curtis! On Saturday before his big show with James. And um, I think he thinks that he's with Dickerson out. That's his show. And then when he heard James today talking about how... He'd like Dickerson back. He was very, um... I'll be moving out of this town real soon anyway. Rattled. Oh, that's what it was. He wanted Dickerson over... over Yeah, he wanted to be in Saturday 11 to 3 every week. I mean, he's just... He's needy. He needs, like, affection. You're a part of this casting couch. Oh, you you like me here? I would say this profession, above all else, has the neediest individuals. (laughs) What's what's the point before you go? Oh, 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 so you noticed my absence? That's nice to know. It's nice to know that my absence, that if I wasn't here, it actually mattered to this goddamn station. I mean, we like Drellick. Is he going to be a steady once-a-week guy for us now for the for the short term, and do you see him taking that job? Because we, we're kicking around some other ideas. Just I, uh, I, four names. One guy I would like to try is Phil Perry. Right. Southie guy. What's up, everybody? I'm Phil Perry, reporting for Foxborough. He's been affiliated with Brand X a little bit, so I don't know if that's going to work, but I think we're going to reach out to him here in the near future. Working on that this week. I will try to uh, figure out his role, what he's interested in. But, yeah, but there's a guy who could come in. I mean, Tomasi couldn't do much Patriots with us, let's be honest. He's no different than Colin. He lied about the Patriots. So you lose Tomasi, you bring in a Phil Perry, he can be a football guy for you. Drellick does not have that. There. I didn't watch I a second of the Super Bowl on vacation. You bring Drellick in. 
He's pretty established with us on the radio. We like him in, you know, for whatever capacity he can bring. And he's got some potential. I think he could be more than he is. Right. 10, 10 a.m. on your Sunday morning, me here and you there. But he's a baseball guy. He's at least pigeonholed, parroted into that right away. There you go, Mike. You're pigeoning. Uh, you're like a pigeon? What is pigeoning? Yeah. So we already have Bradford. Rob Bradford, WEI.com. So then you're really crushing the Red Sox, but you don't have the strength of Patriots. When you bring Phil Perry in, now you got Bradford on the Sox, you got Perry on, I don't even know if he's looking for a job. He's with NBC Sports, but it will be something to throw out there uh, just to kind of see how he works. I've never worked with Phil before. Seems like a nice guy. Dreamy, Trenny said she had a crush on him. Right, that's really all we've ever referenced him for. All apologies to, I know Phil, you are are married and with child, but if I had to pick a person in the Boston media to reproduce with, it would be Phil Perry. Right, so... He could be just a one-trick pony, which is not good either. We had Giardi in, and famously, that didn't work. Does it bother you when people say it's entertaining and funny and hilarious and... I don't know if it bothers me. I mean, because that's just the that's the nature of the beast. Do you think he's going to start? I can't imagine he play. I mean, I can't look. He shouldn't dress. That's me. I just There's- asked you. Do you think he'll start? I, I thought Giardi would have something, didn't you? Uh, but yeah, I would. I would be interested in Phil. I think Patriots is number one. Whenever we do a Patriots segment, it could be today, it could be September, it could be whenever, it could be July. Patriots are always a good a good thing to get into. And Drellick, outside of his. Brady didn't get the job done. He didn't get the job done! Really has failed miserably in his ability to be able to speak on the Patriots in yeah, any fashion. Right. I mean, I think there's some promise there. He could he could do it. He's smart enough to do it. He could I've never seen against, Braveheart, believe it or not. I'm going to punch you in your fat face. You know, jump on the football beat a bit, but it's not in his blood. And it's, it, it would be, it'd have to be created. Well, and also he has the issue with that Jerry, I don't know if you know this, he gets an opinion and he doesn't really vary off of it. His first impression is very important. And when he tell when Drellick tells Jerry that he didn't watch the Super Bowl, <laughs> in Jerry's Another mind from moment. now until the end of time, Jerry views Drellick as the guy that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. How do you not watch the Super Bowl, Evan? It's your job. That's the state of affairs. As far as the show with Jerry and Mutt goes, I mean, there's still some tension on the phone. Oh. Jerry starts to get a little fidgety when he's got the calls Mutt's, up. And Mutt's I'm not too going cool to, to take calls. No, talk no, 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 Mark. I, I, of course, we have calls. always going to be there. Mark's not always going to be there. I appreciate Mutt. talk about the calls are about Mark. It says Mark James is lying. Mark James is right. Mark what? James is an idiot. And the, did, did the calls <laughs> all stay there? Uh, the calls all uh, stayed there. All Mark, stay we know there. you're cool. We know you don't need calls to do a show. I don't. He does. We have Mark. We right. have Mark here. He's see, I, than Mark, see, I appreciate that, Jerry. I got to tell you. This is from a guy who spent years talking to bunt people after games. That's what you did. That was your life. And now you think you're above it. I'm not above it. I'm just not addicted to it like you are. Who's addicted fact, to it? The guy what? wants no. to say he's from Ludlow, I'm just and he thinks Mark, Mark James is lying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, oh. that, I'm going to give you a tip on how to do a good oh, show. Oh, good. Here we All go. Right. Right. You want tip. that guy involved. Okay, well, he's going to be involved here at okay, some point. Get him involved now. Man, real tension. Mud hasn't been great there. And, not really. And still continues this, this shtick that he's like anti-phone guy. I don't know where he got that from. <laughs> I mean, he hates feet. Here, please, touch my toe. Stop, please touch my toe. I'm in the vomit. He's out of here at 10. All right. There's the door. Right. He's going running today. <sighs> but I have to finish the run, so I dump the underwear. Guests, forget about it. Brian Billick, I thought, was say, unusually good. <laughs> he loves Subway. That's not Subway, Kurt. Big Springsteen fan. Oh, loves them. I come from down the valley. Saw them on Broadway twice. Yeah. Uh, Starting to become a wrestling He fan. doesn't talk to his brothers. No. Oh. But it's an original spin on things. Oh, absolutely. Very fresh. All right, before we end this, give me an official mutt reenactment. How did he approach the hostess the other day? Gentlemen, please come along. Huge knee brace. Huh? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.